Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Why, you ask? Because. I'll tell you, it's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours. And don't forget, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with promo code EXTRAPOINTS so they know I sent you. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Yeah, Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Baby face, Joel Solomon and Scott the Grizz producing this mess. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Big, big day today in Extra Points land. Dave you have to pay the piper, or in this case, the cap of consequences. The poper. Eddie Spaghetti. I got to pay the pi- poper, right? You know, the poper. You picked out of the cap of consequences, and it stated, the cap did, that if your Penguins lose to the Rangers, Eddie Spaghetti gets to shoot hockey balls at you dressed while you're dressed as the Pope in something we called Holy Goalie. How are you feeling right now about this? Nervous. You are? No. I'm ready to go. You I'm are. Ready, I'm ready to pay my price. I'm a man of uh, Okay, of good. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people are nervous around here. I have Babyface Joel Sounds like, are you nervous about tomorrow? I was like, no, I don't think. What, what's going to happen? Babyface, what did you think was going to happen? What, what's, what are you worried about today? I mean, a lot of things could happen, Dave. Can take one to the jugular. He can take one. <laughs> <laughs> what if I die? I bet. How Try did it go? I don't know. It, it, it wasn't great. Dave died. If well, you die, that w- that might be the end of Capa Consequences. I or could we see that. Definitely yeah. have to edit out that line specifically. But yeah, you yeah. said you know, yeah. pay the piper. I, my fear was, what if spaghetti just puts every one off the pipe and Dave just nothing. <laughs> Dave just is standing there like uh, and he's unscathed. like a hopeless pope. I'm just, I just—I don't know who pulpous. I would. I, Dave, Dave, would you feel relieved or would you feel bad because Eddie had would have been that would have been such a bad display of athletic performance by Eddie that uh, it's uh, he probably come out the loser. I haven't—I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen the goods yet. I spent a fair amount of my time. It was really big in in Pittsburgh when I was growing up. Was deck hockey, mm-hmm. and uh, I played a lot of deck hockey in my day. And I—I I feel as a nerd that my takeaway from this is, even though it's supposed to be a punishment, is uh, let's get uh, some deck hockey going. Let's get some street hockey games mm-hmm. going. Was that big in New York City? Uh, street hockey, for you sure. You played a fair Yeah, we had hockey? Billy Carroll, number 25, role player for the uh, Islanders, um, lived on our block, and we used to play right in front of his house. And a lot of a lot of the Islanders lived in the area. Yeah, street hockey. I hear that story big. all the time from people who grew in up the around area. the, yeah, the yeah. Islanders, Islanders dynasty and that they were just around all the time. Yeah, you would think there were either 5,000 Islanders or 26 houses in uh, all of Long Island. But, did yeah, he, it, did it he uh, come out and comment on the games that – that was happening in front of his house? I was the, um, uh, 
He would he would just come out and wave. He was a nice guy, but he scored a hat trick, which was it was not a big goal scorer. He'd score like eight goals a year or something. But he scored a hat trick, and I gave him a free uh, newspaper. I was carrier sales representative for Newsday, and gave him a, right, the highlights right there on the back. What's the matter with you, Newsday? Did Murdoch know you were giving out the product for free? <laughs> now, Spaghetti, how confident are you in your aim and accuracy and all this stuff? Are you going to let it let it go easily or? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not. I, I've said once, I've said it again. I'm not here to injure Dave. I'm here to have mm. a fun. <laughs> You did say he did say that, but during the week you also said I'm going to let him have it. I've had enough of these text chains and everything else. So (laughs) you've you've said a couple things. But I'm not. My intentions right now. I'm not. I'm not trying to injure Dave at all. But Martin saying that is now. It actually did creep in my head a bit. I'm like thinking like I did play a lot of street hockey a lot. I Uh I, I could skate like a a solid wrist shot, not a good slap shot. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wow, if I hit crossbar and post. Much like the uh, Rangers and Hurricanes did a lot last night, right. uh, that would be pretty. The joke will now turn on me that Dave was not touched, and uh, I'm the loser now who who can't hit a, a target. So, but uh, but no, it'll it'll be fun. We'll have a laugh about it, and uh, that's that. Um, I, we do have a little surprise. I know when you picked that hat, I think we said hockey balls, but it isn't actually balls that are going to be shot at you, Shaq. It All is right. your beloved. Take your time there, Joel. Don't worry about it. I could I could stretch. <laughs> I could it's uh, you know what? Have you seen these before? Oh, Apples. No, it's an attack. Yes, it's that's an, attack. an attack. That's that's not right. To do Your that. fruit of the year, the envy apple. Me and my one, one of my closest friends. There you go. He's going to be envy shooting apple? envy apples at you. Is this your favorite apple? Uh, Kroger's envy. <laughs> 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 I forget now. Hey, listen. The envy has dominated the yeah. fruit game for sure. a couple of years now on a level that I don't know that history has ever seen. I mean, before. this could maybe change things for you if you take one between the eyes. Maybe all of a sudden you're, you uh, you're to partial to peaches or something. Yeah. Hey, you know. It's like I, I think it, that's only fair. Like mm-hmm. to be attacked by the envy apple, right. it's the 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 best in the game. It's right. sort of like what <laughs> Spaghetti and all the Rangers fans have been saying after the series. Like, hey, yeah, yeah. we won this seven game series, but it was an honor just to be out there with Sidney Crosby. There you go. It's like he's the best that we've is, ever seen. I'm hearing that a really lot from neat. Spaghetti. It's really neat to have gotten to play seven games against uh, one of the all time greats. And so that. So you got apple. I mean, I guess it's a good thing you didn't name um, like cantaloupe. Uh, Fruit of the year. That would have been bad. But it's going to be a big year for grapes. Could have gone strawberries or grapes, right? That's like when Matt Money Smith and I once ran into Patrick Mahomes and in a green room, and um, we said, um, "Hey, Patrick, let's see how hard you can throw these breakfast." Oh uh, yeah, yeah, these breakfast treats. And um, he picked up a scone, Mm -hmm. and he was about to throw it. I was like, "We can't go scone for." I was like, "You can hit me in the chest with one," Mm -hmm. but and he picked up a scone. I'm like, "Scone could kill me." And then he threw. Then I, I he threw a blueberry muffin, and it left a welt. Like he threw really? a welt with uh, with this <laughs> breakfast pastry. I really wouldn't be here today, perhaps, if he had gone with that heavy, with that weighty scone. Yeah, like these that. guys could throw. I did uh, not to one up you or one down you, as it may be. Uh, Romo and I had a catch once, and he. I felt like throwing up after he. Uh, he's like, hey, by the way, I don't. I don't take it easy when I'm throwing. Like I don't. I was like, really. You have like a six-year-old boy. You don't soft toss in the backyard. Somewhere between that and what you're doing with the, uh, you know, uh, Des Bryant, some somewhere. But it, it was like, the, and one of those things. Where I had to catch it and and bring it. I couldn't take it in the chest because that would have sure. d- d- destroyed me. So I had to catch, and I like I was out of breath. I was real. I, was like, I I'm love gonna throw that. Up. That I'm I, throw that up distinction is super fun. Yeah. Is to is to look at. So Very you, but you could catch it. Yeah, I could be- I could catch it uh, most of the time, and then I was like, uh, and when I drop it, it was a uh, very. How close were you? Uh, 
I think he was on one side of a pool and I was on the other. Did you have to like sling yeah. it in? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, I couldn't let it hit me in the chest and I couldn't catch it like this by any chance. But hmm. anyway. the only contribution I can make to this conversation is one time I tried to do those push ups that James Harrison does. Oh, yeah. And I landed on my chin and got a concussion. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, that James Harrison. He's a strong guy. Yeah, we got to get him in the cap of consequence. All right, so that's going to happen towards the end of the podcast. We'll have a nice video come up. Uh, PGA Championship going on right now. Boy, I woke up and John Daly was winning, um, which I, I really I just rubbed my eyes for like 20 minutes, and then then he was not winning. So he's signing autographs at a Hooters. Where? Just say the name of the city there. Uh, right, in, right there. They're in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, right the, the there in Oklahoma. In All right, so that's going to be fun. But he is no longer leading the field. Rory McIlroy has that distinction. By the time this is over or you listen to this, it'd be, well, it won't be different probably. Rory, minus 6 through 14. My God, I had Spieth. He is shitting the bed a little bit. He's plus 2. So is everyone's uh, favorite, Tiger Woods, plus 2. Sheck, we had the Mook on. PGA Championship, uh, not his favorite. Uh, fourth for everyone, um, I think. YouTube. You know, we've had this conversation a number of times. Go match play. Now it, this is distinguished from the other three. PGA is a mm. is a leftover. It's the U.S. Open, but not as important to anybody. If you make it match play, right. now people are going to be watching it. Or, as I've said many times before, just make these get make the make it a tournament where if you want to play, you have to put up five million dollars of your own money. Now we're all in. I like now that. we're all watching. I like that. I just I I want side bets on on these types of tournaments. I watched I watched the Masters. I'm mm -hmm. into I, okay. I see. I understand the appeal to golf, right? Yeah. But if John Daly is going to smoke 21 cigarettes and drink 12 diet cokes, I want over unders on both of those numbers and and anytime he's playing. Yeah, I like that because I mean he's, he's averaging oh, just under two cigarettes a hole. <laughs> you think that's how he do? He's doing it during the. I don't think he's. Or just under a cigarette a hole, rather. Yeah, or yeah. just over a cigarette a hole. But yeah. I mean, still, that's. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I like that stuff, the side stuff or something. I mean, I did not bet Rory. Oh, Rory Luca, dropped the minus, minus five now. Yeah. Luca, people at least thought, was drinking a beer. It was the day before. Before right? the game, right. Yeah. It wasn't that. But John mm -hmm. Daly obviously enjoys a belt or three on mm -hmm. the course. But I don't think during tournaments. With, with, with that, are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed I to have a so. you wouldn't be allowed the know. PGA would step in and be like, what the hell? You can't be drinking I just, booze. because I haven't seen it in so long. I, I just imagine you're not allowed. Anymore. I think that would be it's like I always say about the eating competition, the hot dog eating. Yeah. competition. You want to win that. You want to intimidate your your foes. Order a milkshake and some gravy fries like I'm yeah. here to eat for pleasure. This ain't a business like for me, that. friend. This is my passion. You know, I was born into this sort of thing. He's out there with a beer and he's hitting it better than you are boy you're gonna wilt maybe um similar to your putting up five million dollars you have to put up a 0.08 uh bac before you <laughs> tee off what a mess that would be but to your point uh, you talking about luca round and for whatever reason i don't i think golf might be separate from this or maybe john daly is separate because he's is like a kind of a character and, and like the charles barkley is a character like mm -hmm. you know guys are like funny yeah or just funny acting or whatever but like People were really pissed off when they saw Luca drinking beer, and then he mm. goes out and, and has a twenty point game the next day. Nothing makes people more mad than watching professional athletes do shit that regular people do all the time. <laughs> Be normal, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, I don't know. If, yeah, and partly he the brought his why, dry cleaning in the day before. What is this? Yeah, yeah like I remember when the Tigers were going to the, uh, they were in the, they were in the playoffs when my, uh, when I was there in Jim Leland, you know, him from uh, Pittsburgh. They, there was reports that he was at an auto shop getting an oil change earlier in the day. It was like 10 a.m. I was mm. like, well, he doesn't have to be the ball 
he doesn't have to be to the ballpark by four. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you got plenty of time. I don't understand this. Yeah, it's yeah. always weird, though. So it's the same thing as you ever happen. go to a wedding and you feel bad talking to the to the um, bride or groom. You're like, oh, this is I'm talking to the main person. I, like, I don't want to consume any of your time. Oh, like, like talking should, to them too long. You should be doing yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 you and I can't have mm-hmm. a mundane conversation. It's really weird. Like, in big moment games, like in 45 minutes before the game, like, don't deal with other things to do. You can't be taught. I I always remember um, being at a Super Bowl, walking around the field, and a couple of guys. This happened a couple of times. In fact, running backs who revered Maurice Jones Drew. I'm walking around the field with him. Running backs who are about to play in the Super Bowl are running over like, "Hey, it's Mo. What's happening, Maurice? Like, hey, come on. Like, and like, what are you doing? How's your week been? Like, you got hey, you're playing in the yeah. Super Bowl, man. Then you ain't got time for for yeah. uh, playing grab ass have like my this. Game face on. You should too, right? Stop <laughs> exactly. throwing stones at each other. That's right. Yeah. So while, while we're talking about Luca, we might as well recap that Warriors Mavs game. Warriors kicked the crap out of them. One twelve to eighty seven. I'm not sure if it's game seven fatigue. We saw it with the Celtics too the other day. But the Mavs were 11 for 48 from three. I keep looking at the three-point shot because it really spells the ends of these teams. 11 for 48, a banged-up Luka. I got hurt a little bit. Uh, Six for 18, 20 points. He needs 35. I think we all agree around there for them to win. Seven Warriors were in double figures. I I don't know what happened to this league, Martin. Here's the last nine games over the last eight days. Warriors by 25, Heat by 11, Celtics by 28, Mavs by 33, Celtics by 13, Warriors by 14, Heat by 9. Wow, that was barn burner. Mavs by 27, Grizzlies by 39. That's the last eight days. And you talk about those Heat games. Those the, yeah. the Heat games in particular, the one that was eleven, that was a a twenty to two run in the third quarter. Yeah, and then the one that was nine, they were beating the living hell out of Philadelphia the whole the whole series. Yeah, yeah. So twenty two average margin of victory, twenty two in the last week. Nothing yeah. closer than nine. I mean, I, I don't need buzzer beaters, but why does one team always have to shoot four for twenty eight from three every game? There's a bad shooting team from three, and it's not a contest. Hmm. It's just I. I just it was just the way the game is right now. Dave was talking about it a little bit off off air, but the idea of there is no outside of Embiid, there is aren't like big guys on the block that are commanding the ball mm. day in. I mean, like possession in, possession out. Like even a guy like Jokic is is playing like a point center, right, where he's on the perimeter a lot. Whereas you know, there's not a lot of back to the basket type of guys. And then when you see who's coming into the draft. They're not going to be doing it either. Jabari Smith and Chet Holmgren or whoever you think. So it makes sense because more threes are taken. So if more, so the variance, it makes sense that there would be a blowout if more threes are taken. But why does one team have to go? And by the way, we'll see. Now the Mavs will go 16 for 28 from three. Like, why does one team in this match, any matchup in the last week, have to shoot 20% from three? I think the, the, you know, if you pull back 30,000 feet, we keep yeah. talking about this NBA season and now these playoffs, and I find them vaguely unsatisfying from a basketball watch standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not that to sound like an old curmudgeon, but you know, I didn't love the ISO era either. That you was, old that, curmudgeon, that, that sucked. <laughs> you know, the ISO era was the worst. But right. this is bad too. I just the uh, it's it's hard to bet on. It oh, yeah. it encourages parity, which I I know people pine for that. I know leagues and networks pine for parity. Fans should not. It, already, we know you're going to get a different champ than you got last year. Mm-hmm. And when you get into that rhythm, when you look back at one when, like, for a decade, uh, there was a new champ every year. Mm-hmm. Do you look back at that and revere that? We're fans. We're recording history here. I don't like the the variation there. I do think 
that what saves this NBA season is the mm-hmm. Dubs winning. And I think they're going to. I think the the sports gods have smiled on them in terms of matchups. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I think mean, they we, sense we think the that. urgency of the moment more than the Mavs do. Like, Draymond Green is old. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, that, um, this is this is maybe their Draymond last Green, chance. You're younger than me. I get it, but you, you're but, old, dude. I'm trying to tell <laughs> I'm just, you. I'm just letting you like I, 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 you. I played against Draymond Green in high school. He was he, like, but check. We could end up getting the root for the. I think you could end up getting an appealing final in Boston or versus Golden State or whatever. But every game is still a blowout to get there. I agree. That's I'm saying it's not. So it's not fun to. I don't think it's great to watch. For. I mean, no, it's not. It's definitely hasn't been. Like this is a bad week for NBA for sure. It's been a bad. It's been a bad stretch. I don't. I don't know what to talk about. Three days. It's it's nine. I don't know what to chalk it up to besides just it's because you were talking about uh, uh, parody. It's not team parody because we really there's going to be a new team to win the title. But if you go back in the last 25 years, there's only been like six teams to win it in total. Right. Yeah. Or maybe. But like what it, I find it brings a statistical parody because you have like the only way the reason I picked the Mavericks to beat the Warriors is just literally thinking that. All right, Brunson, Didwitty, the way that Clay Thompson's been shooting recently, and is Jordan Poole really going to keep it up? I was like, I know Brunson is, Brunson will be able to shoot threes. Dinwiddie's been able to shoot threes his whole career. That was really kind of the thought process about it. It it, it it's not necessarily an equalizer because so many people are taking them. Yeah, but it's just the difference just between understand. going forty five percent versus thirty five percent is. Huge. It, it is it, ten, what it what it, points. Yeah. It, college football is compa- football is probably aesthetically the most um, is the most satisfying sport to watch. But in the same way that college football got into a run there, and I think it's kind of pulling out a little bit of just every single team running a spread offense. Mm -hmm. It kind of feels that way in the NBA right now that you're in this spot where so long as you have a guy, every team aspires to have a guy who ideally can get the ball into the lane himself, get the ball south of the foul line, and then kick. Like, that's a, the whole yeah. game every team is that's playing. It. It's like, well, everybody college, looks the same. Everybody, it's, college I, I is that. similar, too. I, I don't want to just uh, like single out the NBA. It's it's, it's but, getting that way in, in college, too. But I just I, don't I, know game to game how you figure. When we have to sit and handicap now this game, too, Boston, Miami, like, all right, I don't know. Is Celtics going to shoot 55 threes like they did? Uh, I, I don't know. But, you know, Maybe by just just uh, by policy, we could say, you know what? Sorry, Warriors, you were losing a game in the playoffs by fifty-five points. Um, you 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 can't win the title. It has, it's nothing personal. It's just uh, it's in the books. That's just how it is. And it's also too the how the Mavericks postseason has gone. I, I want to say they've. I think the last the th- six games they've played have mm-hmm. had margins of over 15 points either way. Right. Either they lost by more than 15 right, or so they won by more check, than 15. Check it up to game seven fatigue, which is but, fine. But I will say, Martin, my advice to you came a week late where I said take that, everybody in, in both sides in each game minus eight and a half on both sides. And you would definitely win because those are plus monies uh, big time. Obviously, that's a that's a giant payday for the Mavs beating the, the Suns in game seven. But those are pluses all over the place. So, uh, let's uh, actually let's take a quick break. Now we'll preview Game Two: Celtics and Heat. All right, tonight, yep, Celtics in Miami. Uh, that's gone down to three and a half. Yeah, um, down to three from three and a half. The Heat are favored by three. Two oh seven is the over under. Uh, Celts were in it first quarter. I know I bet that we bet the Heat first to ten, and that fell apart. Uh, actually, it never was together to fall apart. But then uh, it was a close game at half. Then 37-14, third quarter, the Heat crushed the Celtics. Now, difference is smart as probable. Horford, doubtful. Uh, White is out, right? 
White didn't do anything. I think he had like Derek White had three points last game. Uh, anyway, with with Smart in, that's that would have given Derek White fewer minutes. Anyway, you can match the Heat's defensive intensity. I don't know. Uh, I took the Celtics in six. I'm not sure about this game. I'm just going to stick with my theory there. Celtics minus eight and a half plus three seventy. Heat minus eight and a half plus one eighty six. Martin. Yeah, no, I'm going with the Heat here again because uh, uh, Horford's questionable. He's probably going to play. Uh, it seems it seems as if he's Horford's going to play. Oh, he's yeah, questionable. He's now? questionable now. Oh, I, I do think he's going to play because I just see all these oh. tweets coming across about how how Horford can clear the mm-hmm. protocol of this this. I, I have I am leaning that way. If I was betting on it, well, I am betting on it. Yeah, I'm betting on it as if Horford is going to play. But I think missing Derek White is a bigger issue than what you alluded to really? because having Marcus Smart back. Derek White's minutes weren't going to get cut. Peyton Pritchard's minutes was going to get cut because he can't guard nobody. And Jimmy Butler is going to take him to – we just talked about how, you know, you got it's a three-point shooting contest. Yeah. That's true for all the teams but Miami. Right. Because Jimmy Butler is the guy who's going to get on the free throw line and he's going to get – he's going to have Peyton Pritchard at the elbow yeah. just in, in complete and total hell trying to guard him. Uh, well, Pritchard at least scored last game, I know. Yeah, I think he had 17 or 18. Well, he, yeah. hit, the, he hit the three that uh, – Adoka was about to send the reserves in. Right. He hit a three with three minutes left to said, all right, keep playing. So but, you're uh, taking the heat again. I'm taking the heat again. I know that the Celtics are going to win two of these next six games. I don't know which ones they are. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> They're going set. Wait, if they if they win two, they won't need well, six I games. I said of the, of the so they already played one. <laughs> okay. So I meant uh, – yeah, I know the Celtics. I picked Heat and <laughs> they're going to lose Celtics five games to win two. at yeah. some point, <laughs> but I just don't know where it is. And I don't. I think that it, until they can get Peyton Pritchard off the floor, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be continue to be the huge problem for Miami. I mean, for uh, Boston defensively, and that's how Miami wins the yeah. series. All right, Shaq, what are you picking? I think we all kind of had the Celtics, right? No, I, well, I'm going to go mean, with the, the Heat series. here. Yeah. I, oh, no, yeah, I'm going to go with the Heat. It's a funny thing. It's a recurring theme for me of late. But you know, the Celtics. Here, uh, th- this is. I-, I think we talked uh, uh, here on extra points. We've discussed this uh, this mm-hmm. dynamic as well. The rest of the world doesn't give a crap once the series is over, mm-hmm. but the fans of the Milwaukee Bucks right now are thinking and saying aloud, like, "Well, obviously, we would have won the series if Chris Middleton mm-hmm. had been in there." And now the Celtics are. I, I can say that as a Penguins fan. Look, like, well, obviously, we would have won the series if this guy had been healthy. Oh or my not. God, spaghetti! Jump in. The uh. the Celtics now, like it's like, well, we don't have our guys. Like no one's gonna remember. That's yeah. the that's the sad thing. It's like you think, well, of course everybody will remember that for all of time. Like no, they won't. They'll right, just move right, on. Right. The Heat in this spot, if they can understand the the urgency of this game mm-hmm. and take this one, all not all of a sudden, but are the Celts even if they are fully healthy going forward by the time they get to Boston mm-hmm. for game three and beyond, are they going to win four out of five against this team? If the heat can win this one, mm-hmm. I think you're getting pretty close to locking the series up. I just, the, the, the numbers aren't there. I mean, that's a set yeah. series for you. I'm going to take the heat on that effect. You know, right. I, 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 on that, uh, on that logic that they understand we can really take full control of this and get well, ourselves very close to the five, which by the way, the NBA surely is rooting Celts, Dubs, now that saves sure. the whole playoffs. If you get those two iconic brands, good stuff. Otherwise, yeah. Miami Dallas is the worst of the four results, but you can get the Heat at minus 150 to win that series right there on FanDuel. I would like to watch Miami and Dallas in the finals. Yeah, I understand that like the ratings would be. the last be. time they made it. That was the matchup, right? But I would like I will it. say, I wonder, um, Jimmy Butler's got to be like, hey, look at me. 
I mean, I know there's a lot of, hey, look at me. Like, mm-hmm. I should get a lot more. But he did drop 41. Yes, it's weird. Why doesn't he? Th- didn't get a, a, try a single three or didn't, didn't hit it. Because what? what? What is your oh. hypothesis he on why Jimmy Butler is not more uh, celebrated? I have or no whatever. idea. People don't like 80s music. I have no well, idea. I think it's because if you look at where he's been in his career, he was in Chicago. He mm-hmm. was kind of like, and he came up. He's kind of gotten... Passed over a few times. Sure, and it's like he's and he's not. He's not a kind of guy that is 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 super active on Twitter and Instagram. Like he's not a he's not a NBA celebrity in the way that Kyrie is. Isn't that ridiculous? You know, like you know what right. it is. Uh, you right. know what I and I mean this in a day in which uh, two grown men, one of whom is named Jimbo. Uh, is are arguing like it's hard to take certain like Chip is a hard guy to take orders from like uh, I'm sure the Eagles struggled with that thing I remember Joe Smith in the NBA sure. and and at Maryland prior to that it's hard to be a star with Jimmy Butler is not a name I I feel like that's mm. a weird I feel like if he were if if he would be like I'm the butt man I don't know like if he had a good marketing yeah. thing like you know. Tell yeah. me how my butt tastes. Like if he would ja, start doing that, Luca, everybody has LeBron, like it's hard cool to brand Giannis. His, yeah. his foils also are, are people that have carved out sections of the internet too. Like so, like when he was in uh when he was in Minnesota, it was Carl Anthony Towns, and there's mm. so many people that would pound the table and tell you, no, Carl Anthony Towns just needed a shot. He just right. needed this and that. And if he had, well, if he had a good organization around yeah. him, he would be the he's the best shooter of all time. Right. Then he goes to Philly, right, and then you know. Ben Simmons, another person who was a high pick, and and they were all everybody was, was a bunch of people who were invested in Ben Simmons' success, yeah. right? So I, it's it, it's easy to kind of I think, and then you know just last time in the finals, who's he up against? Yeah. LeBron. Everybody wanted. Well, I say everybody, but either people have a vested interest in LeBron winning titles, and so it's easy to downplay. Yeah, teams. without without belaboring the, the this thing, I'm I'm going to belabor it just for an extra second. I do think that America at large is resentful of. Southern California and South Florida. I think mm-hmm. they they kind of on some level root against that, right? Is that is that fair too? That people think, yeah, maybe. not not hate it. They don't have visceral distaste for it. They just think they just say like terrible sports town. They're, 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 you know, and and that gets you off the hook to have to watch it out here. Yeah, Our, I think people yeah. at law, na- nationally are like L.A. What what an awful sports town. Like it's well, that's not really true, yeah, but right. people love to say. I think that's the same impact. That from the West well, Coast that we look at Miami and go like, do they care down there yeah. about this? Uh, either way, you can bet on all these. I don't know how you could hate, uh, hate, hate, hate when you can bet on these games on FanDuel as the playoffs are heating up. Make every game feel like game seven. Yes, these are my words. Throughout the playoffs, all customers place a no-sweat same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play. And best of all, when you do win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. And if you're new to FanDuel, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code extra points. Once again, that's promo code extra points. If you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you get up to $20 in free bets if your same-game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. I had Warriors, uh, Warriors to win. I had Warriors under, and I had Wiggins over 15 and a half points. So that's how you win a same game parlay. I just got to do it more often, check. You know, well, just good gotta, luck to you. It's uh, got to happen more than once a week. I know. Well, I'll, I'll give you a good uh, 
direction to head in just a second here when yeah. we make our best bets of the day. I'll lay one on you. But yes, I, I, I think I, and now I threw my half-assed, uh, half-assed uh, hypothesis out. And uh, now that I've had 20 seconds extra to think about it, I think I'm right. I think people love to point at the heat <laughs> crowd and go like, look, they're not there. They don't care. And I think deep down on some level mm-hmm. that – you know, everybody in the last week or two has celebrated NHL playoffs and they've been like, isn't that the best atmosphere with like an overtime goal, the way the crowd goes from sitting mm-hmm. to standing in mm-hmm. one second, you know, that moment. I think aesthetically we want that. And if you don't feel that the people watching it care like that, that you right. move on from them. Like you, you like, I want the, t- I want the, the fan base that Absolutely. is the most passionate to win it. I'm and looking at the USFL right now, and when there are no fans to even stand <laughs> up. That's exactly like, right. They I don't think care. That's right. Why should I watch? Yeah. Right. Precisely. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Rays are yeah. the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I know they're good. It's not their fault, but yeah. I, I don't want the Rays to win anything. Right, look, yeah. look, look at the, the their people don't even go. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. It was like walking into an empty restaurant. Right, like oh, something's up. Here. I can't do it. Yeah. My kids get so upset. I'm like, oh, that place looks good, and I walk by, I'll be like, nobody's in there, and I want to help them, and I feel sad when when yeah. mom and pop restaurants open, and I'm mm-hmm. like, nobody's going there, and I'm like, we should go there. We go there once, right. and I'm like, oh, it's delicious, and then I look, go by, and still nobody's there. I'm like, it's too sad. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with the sadness. Same way, me. Like if I a hate car's it. on fire on the side of the road. Yeah, like, oh, I want to help that right, old lady, but, but I got it. Someone else will get her. <laughs> but these are two scenarios I don't think I've ever. <laughs> Really oh, with. I hate it I when restaurants around us. I must have much more life to live. Uh, Shout out to Hi Ho Burger, by the way. Oh yeah, Matt Money Smith came on uh, minus three a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, and he touted it. Me and uh, Jean Claude Van Damashek went and enjoyed it last night. Yeah, it it lives up Is to the good. We'll get the vanilla mint chip shake. Oh, oh trust me on this one. I can't do it. I haven't had coffee no, in two weeks. It. No, I gotta wait. I gotta wait. All right, really good. Way, way in for the doctor. All right, play of the day. You do this on Fandle, Fandle.com, slash extra points. I'm going Astros. I've been all right with my baseball picks. Astros over four and a half runs. That's just them. Against the Rangers, they've scored five or more in seven of the last nine games. Their bats were silenced uh, last night. They had two hits. Don't expect that to happen against Glenn Otto. Glenn Otto for the Rangers, 6.38 ERA. That's not good, Martin. Not good. Eight runs in four innings in his last outing. They can get five in one inning, Check. They did it the other day against... uh, Nathan Ivaldi, they could do it against Glenn Otto, for God's sakes. Astros over four and a half. Check. Play of the day. This one feels like a gimme to me, and I'm I, I'm really now considering last second here because you asked for a same-game parlay. The, the, the headline is the Colorado Avalanche mm-hmm. with a plus next to them mm-hmm. laying a goal and a half against the Blues. Oh, give me that. I mean, uh, mm, all right, so they were tight in game one. Doesn't mean game two is going to be that there. That was my pick the other day, yeah. And by the way, I thought it was good. You know, they had a one-goal lead, then they do that. You know, what, you watch more hockey than me. They go for a line change with like 12 seconds left in the power play, and they get beat. Is that a smart thing to do, to go for a line change? That guy scrambling out, and then they tied it, and then they had to win in overtime, in which case I couldn't win by one and a half. But you, it is. But by the way, people mm-hmm. are like, like, why are goal totals inflated? Because yeah. the analytics have uh, have informed today's coaches that, oh yeah, pull the goalie with four minutes to right. go when you're down two. People never did that until literally until three or five years ago. Nobody yeah. ever was like, oh yeah, six minutes left, pull the goalie. The crazy stuff. Yeah. It's going to obviously increase. I like the one and a half. But anyway, <laughs> but I would say like crazy if you want to pair it with something. Maybe Gabe Landeskog, a guy like, I mean, they're, they're such a high powered team. You, you know, they're fun fun, it's a fun watch. They're the best watch in. Well, the I don't know. So. It depends what you look for. That, that 
Calgary-Edmonton series might Boy, be the best watch. 9-6 final. That was crazy. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I pat myself on the back for my baseball picks and my same game parlay. I had the under. Didn't I give out the under spaghetti <laughs> in that game? Under six and a half. When one, both teams almost get it, it's bad. Uh, Harry miraculously has a good bet. Over 33 goals in the series. He's already at 15. Hmm. That, could, wow. that could be a sweep and he can win that. Crazy. Good. I'll, I'll also say this very yeah. fast. You know, I, I mean, this is off the top of my head, so I have no evidence to prove mm-hmm. this. But correct me if I'm wrong, Eddie Spaghetti. The way these playoffs are going so far, when two teams are playing in these seven-game series, we haven't seen much evidence of, like, the goal totals between the two bouncing up and down game to game. So if what we saw in game one is indicative of the way the series is going to go, in other words, a pretty low goal total, go under seven. I hate to bet the under in a playoff game. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the abs and and blues. So if that, uh, there might be some logic in that too. Take Mm -hmm. the abs plus the goal and a half. I minus the goal and a half plus 100, but then also take the under and then, Pick your favorite Avs goal scorer. Maybe Kale McCarr's fun because he's got some decent juice next to his. Name. Well, yeah, it's crazy that 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 over under seven and the Flames Oilers game two is six and a half. Wow, what in hell? That Isn't makes that zero sense. Isn't that weird? Oh, everybody's gonna jump. Even on that, Florida right? Tampa six and a half. What the uh, hell? Why would those? Strange. Why would the Blues and Avs be? Uh, of it? Martin's waiting very patiently to give. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What I was it? just trying to build the same game parlay for you. Good, Dave. No, I'm, I'm done. Sure. I'm done. Now. You know, you. This is the second second time in a row consecutively that your play of the day has also been Harry's play of the t- play, TikTok play of the day. Oh, is the it? Extra points TikTok. Which oh, I he has it too. As well, right yeah. before uh, right, right before right, right. we started. Yep, Harry seems also a little too obvious almost. Line. But mm. yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Miami Heat minus three and a half. If you want to same game parlay it, take the under two oh eight as well. But I think it went I'm to not. three, Martin. I think you got a break here. Well, I would. I did bet it at three and a half. So right. that's what oh, I'm, I'm locked in already. Gotcha. Um, but uh, I like this Boston team. They are. They have played some very intense, high level games leading into the playoffs. Mm. They went down there and ran into a buzzsaw in the third quarter against Miami. I think that the way that Miami defends, particularly, is going to be tough for Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, for him, I'm not saying he's not going to get his. I'm just going to take him way more work than it has in the first two series. Jalen Brown has been up and down. Mm -hmm. And again, like we talked about, they only play eight people, seven people, and Peyton Pritchard is going to be a part of that rotation until they can get their guard lineup back in order. He's going to have to play defense. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. Also, who knows? None of us are doctors. Nobody is a doctor here, right? No, no, no. Okay. I don't know. I mean, like, was Marcus Smart? Does his lungs sound like mine do right now? Like, yeah, is he is know. he Marcus Smart that we know? So is he really ready? You got to... it backwards. That's Horford with the lungs, but you yeah, make right. a valid point because Marcus Smart the had the foot. Yeah, but Horford. Oh, I thought the... Smart also had the plus. No. Oh, okay. I, but uh, but I mean, to your point, Horford was the guy who basically I don't want to say shut down, but because it's hard to say you shut down somebody who had two hundred points, or hundred rebounds, and fifty assists in a series. Right. But he was the one that was the main botherer of Giannis throughout mm-hmm. that series, and you would imagine would be switching off the to Jimmy or Bam. Yeah, at some point. All right, so that's that. So your official pick is uh, Heat, Heat minus, minus three. three. Okay, you got that. Shaq's got the Abs minus one and a half. I have the Astros. Uh, over four and a half runs. There you go. We'll make a nice little graphic out of that. Spaghetti, we haven't talked about your Rangers. Um, they really did look like they dominated. I was watching. Uh, I was in and out of the game, but for sure the first period looked like they should have scored like three goals, and uh, it was one nothing forever. And then 
I don't know. I don't like. I don't know about. That. I don't think this Carolina team's very good. Well, hmm. I, I had the conversation with uh, Meatballs yesterday, and it was it's funny to think about. Hockey is probably the only sport where you could dominate play. I would say the Rangers probably dominated a good 45 minutes of that game mm-hmm. last night. A, a, a good 15 minutes for the Hurricanes is going in their favor. But you could dominate play. You could dictate play and how the game is flowing and still find a way to lose. And this is vastly different from the first round with the Rangers, obviously, where uh, you could say the Pens definitely outplayed in the middle games, three and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, analytically, you know, they All said, seven. They said uh, the Rangers had a lot. They, they were a lot less high percentage scoring plays in this game. They had that. They just weren't converting like they were last series. The, the Heatle didn't lift the goal in the one great save by Ronta. Uh, Lafreniere hit a post. And obviously the one everyone's talking about is Kako just missed a wide open net. Um, right. And then uh, obviously then Igor stops the, one, the goal by Ajo first, but the rebound's there. He puts it back in. Then Cole gets a redirect uh, off of Lingren. Hockey time. and soccer, I would say, is the, uh, the same. I mean, you could have a team. Yeah, I, I, bet much. I bet enough soccer. I'm like, look at this, 85% time of possession, man. Man, you, what the hell are they doing? Yeah, I don't know about Andy Rana long term. I mean, obviously he's got him to this point, but um, that's a you know that's a disadvantage. But but those Canes are for real, man. They're, really? They're oh yeah, they're they're big right. and bad. They took them forever to score. And they, yeah, uh, I hear you. Beat that Boston team. Okay, but Rangers plus two ninety. You touching it? Well, I, I would for the series. It's a, I'm in a weird mood right now because oh. like it stinks to lose the game, but obviously lost are you game angry? One. You should be angry. I, I think you should be. It's angry frustrating. Right it's definitely frustrating because <laughs> okay. you, you're because you're dominating play and you don't get the win. Winning game one, yeah. Raleigh would have changed obviously how people felt about the series because obviously they did really dominate the Rangers three games to one in the regular season. But playing the way they did in that game, the Rangers have not put together a full 60 minutes. You're kind of frustrated with that, but. They did not look like they did versus the Hurricanes in the regular season, so you're happy about how they played. They could obviously go toe-to-toe with them. So in a weird way, even despite the loss, they could still overcome that. They steal one in Raleigh. You're going back to the Garden 1-1, which is totally fine. And I feel more energized in the series because I think they actually can beat them because they showed in that last game that like they were they were destroying them. So mm-hmm. I think we actually do have a, a fun series, okay. which most people did not think was going to happen. All right, well, I think... <laughs> you uh... say most people. You, that's because Rangers mentality, like... Well, I don't know if we can match up. This is what fans do to insulate themselves, no, like from I'm, the sadness of the TV. That's definitely not true. Studio, the, uh, look at the for, odds. Look every, at the odds, though. Every the studio, odds say every person in studio picked picked the Hurricanes. In the did they really? Game. Yeah, I'm surprised. I by will that. say, as angry as you guys got about the Penguins Rangers <laughs> game, it, it, the the thing that made me laugh, Scott the Grizz actually brought this up. He's like, they both thought their team was going to lose. Emotionally, they should be ninety percent there. Why? Why are they freaking out on each other? That's a good point. It's I hockey. said I before it's the hockey. series, I was stunned. But I then all of a sudden, as it went along, I was like, I don't know what the hell is happening. I don't know how they're doing yeah. this, but they're controlling the play well, for can, long yeah. swaths of every game. All right. Well, it's, we'll check it out. You know what, Spaghetti? I find if you get you know get your frustration out right after this podcast, whatever you're going to do, t- take it out on uh, Shaq. <laughs> is, is it harder to find a good quarterback or a good goalie? I think goalies are That's tracking in the direction of being fungible because mm-hmm. they're so padded up. That, you know, I said before the playoffs started, I think I'd almost rather at this point, I you know, listen, Dina- like Patrick Waugh, uh, uh, you know, I, don't I, know hockey. I mean, I, I would think most even if you're not a hockey fan, you know that name. He used to straight up steal games for for the Habs mm-hmm. like his his um, generational comp was Marty Brodeur. But Brodeur was like he was that was the right goalie for the way jersey wanted to play which was force a ton of shots from the perimeter mm-hmm. and he would always make the first save and he could control rebounds and he could play the puck himself he couldn't steal he didn't steal games that they otherwise wouldn't have won right 
that doesn't exist as much. Now, Vasilevsky in, in Tampa has done that a couple of times. Spaghetti's guy Igor is capable of doing that. Well, They're like, I just like don't ben, think that. Bennington, like, Bennington was like that right, against just, the Abs. No, no, the, but, the last game, and then he just got Yeah, right, 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 right. You see that in a game or time, which is yeah. obviously can steal you the whole series if you steal. But it used to be like, mm-hmm. boy, that goalie's just going to – that guy. That guy's going to take the series on his own. It just doesn't ha- – what you don't want, and as Penguins fans can tell you from last year, is like you just can't have softies. Right. So that, like what's backbreaking is when the go- when the when easy stops are not made by the guy between the pipes. As if the guy just yeah. makes the saves he's supposed to make. I think that's basically what you're seeing at this point. I think it's a little overstated. People say, most important position in sports. No, just don't suck. Don't be like a figure skater who falls down. Like that, that you know, you don't want – to blow well, the easy ones kind of thing. For, for the most part, you can't have an average quarterback and go too far, but you could have an average goalie. Yeah, I right. think so. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think, think so. In the yeah. 21st century, yeah, I think there's a number of examples of Speaking that. Speaking of true. average quarterbacks, well, this is, I don't even... Average. FanDuel has odds on who will take... I was thinking about it. This is the most non-eventful football week since the Super Bowl, I think, for some reason. Hmm. So we're going to... Well, I'm, I brought, this up up. Like, I brought this up like two weeks ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. About two weeks ago? Yeah, not on a, any pod. I was just oh. talking to uh, somebody. No, I, mean, I think, think it's this week, though. But anyway, FanDuel now has spiced it up. They have odds. Dave, you will I at least it. find this love exciting. It. Who will take the first snap for the Steelers this year? Trubisky, minus 148. Pickett, plus 112. Rudolph, 25-1. to 1. We need your answer right now. Well, I, I've been saying this for the last few months, and there is some – heat around the idea of you know we use the first over the, the first round pick on Pickett and you've certainly heard me say repeatedly with the uh notable exceptions of Aaron Rodgers not taking over in the mm-hmm. when he got drafted immediately for Favre and uh Mahomes not starting immediately and I guess Trey Lance up in San Francisco generally speaking that's what ends up happening but if you look at their I I just feel like it's sad to say but I think Trubisky is positioned to be you know, mm-hmm. maybe sacrificial lamb in the in the worst case of the situation. That's a tough spot. They're going to go to Cincinnati. That crowd That's will be all game. jacked up. Looking. They love beating the bull, division bully Steelers. They love it. It means so much to to those Bungles people. I think put so Trubisky out you there. You don't feed Pickett to the Lions or the Bengals as it may be Precisely, uh, early right. on. Right. I think uh, I think Trubisky maybe gets, the Lions gets week two, six. three weeks, yeah. and then they go to then What do you think, Martin? I, I feel like... I, because when I brought it up, I said, okay, why is Trubisky so wildly favorited over Rudolph? Mm-hmm. In that, like, it's it, they haven't even had training camp yet. Like, yeah. he could easily get hurt. And I'm not wishing ill on the man. That's my pick, too. But you see every every really? every season. Well, only because you're 28 to 1. What did I say? 25 it's, to it's, 1? It's, you're betting yeah. 25 to 1, basically, that Trubisky doesn't get injured. Uh, uh, and what to Martin said, he could just beat him out. Hmm. Right. Right. That's, That's interesting. Like, like you got Pickett's at like just over even, yeah. like, what, 115 and Rudolph at 25 to 1. Yeah. Like, the Trubisky could get hurt. He could get. Um, I'm not. You know. He could. I like this. He could. He could show up late, and Mike Tomlin pulls a Bill Belichick. It just cuts him right then and there. Like you know right. what I'm saying. Who knows what could happen in between now and then? Like this time last year, we thought Cam Newton was going to be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots the whole we year. We did. We did. I guess it's not implausible that Trubisky could look good in August. The buzz mm-hmm. could be could be decent about him, but Pickett looks good in August too. And then you say. We want to start Pickett long term, 
we don't need Trubisky. It's super easy to get yeah. out from under that Tickets deal. And ready. you could deal. To, if somebody, there will be somebody's quarterback who gets hurt in August. So mm-hmm. you could say, hey, what what do you want for Mitch Trubisky? Not much because we, we ain't paying him anything anyway. Right. So, you know, that would be an easy deal yeah, to I, make. I guess there's some logic. I like that's that. Funny. 25 at, the, to one. at the 25 yeah. to one, I was like, I, I was shocked. I figured it would have been at least half of that. Right. I do think Pittsburgh would riot though if it wound up. But it, it, it wouldn't be on purpose. Like I don't think no, they would they funny, run them yeah. out on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. like Trubisky, you know, pops an ACL in the first week of training camp, and then Pickett is. is Dade, is, read off. We got we got Pickett, Dade. <laughs> what do we get? What we do all this for? We got Rudolph in there under center anyway. Two number two starting this one. Well, listen. You're not gonna have to worry for a while. Your next quarterback, Dave, is gonna come from uh, Texas A&M. He's gonna be an Aggie because Nick Saban. <laughs> says that A&M pays for all their players. He bought every player on uh, Jimbo Fisher, bought every player on the team, made a deal for name, image, likeness. We didn't buy one player. I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future. Already making excuses because more and more people are doing it. Uh, and then Jimbo Fisher responded. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. <laughs> you find out as God said it took seven days. But in reality, he did three and a half. <laughs> the boosters helped him out. It does. Uh, I mean, that was my immediate thought. Like, all right, be careful if you're laying all your cards on the table. Look at him. I don't know. I'm, I know I'm supposed to be outraged. I just haven't figured out which way. So give me, <laughs> give, me a minute, give me a minute to collect my thoughts and I'll figure it out. No, I think, well, I think it's good because this creates more rivalries, right? Sure. Uh, more That's good. the word to sports, rivalry week. That's the best oh. thing there is, right? There's now five teams that can win it. Maybe there could be eight or no. Let, let's face it, there's two or three that can win. <laughs> but. Maybe this opens it up to eight or nine. I don't mind it. I, I first of all, it's completely lawless. It's just above sure. board this now than what it has mm-hmm. been forever. Um, the NCAA, I mean, just close mm-hmm. the offices. What value do they have at this point? You know, I also always think about, remember when Texas almost joined the Pac-10, 12, whatever it was? Yeah. At that point, about a decade ago, all hash would have been settled by that. You would have four power conferences. It would lead neatly into a four sure. ga- 14 playoff and everything would be Jake, but that didn't happen. The question I have now is, for real, if you're an A&M guy in Texas, did you see their recruiting classes? I know this isn't about the heat, but I do love it. A&M and Bama. Um, I, I feel like it's the most un- undercovered thing going. It's one of the most other. Why are Texas and A&M not dominant teams every year, given their resources? Oh, They're the most well-funded pro, the two most well-funded, richest programs in college football, Babyface and they're in Texas in where they play football. Yeah. They make movies about the about their high school kids. What the hell? It's crazy. Under the lights, it's not going. Football will never go what away. What the hell? Why are they it? not like? Why would they not be like? Oh, here we go again. Yeah, Alabama, Ohio State, and one of those two Texas teams. Right. Obviously, well, they're making the final. It they never make the playoff. Right. Those two teams. It's weird. Very, I, but very the people is. keep on going. They keep on going, paying all the money, the boosters. What in hell? Martin is saving. What is Saban doing here? Because you are going to look into his past now, and you are going to find something, and he's just putting the excuse out there in case Alabama. I don't know what he's supposed to do. Well, I, well, I guess people I don't, don't want to go to Alabama to play. I guess I don't know what 
they're going to I understand the idea of like Nick Saban, you know, he without sin cast the first stone. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what they're gonna find that they didn't already find beforehand. Like I don't know what what smoking gun yeah. doesn't where's the smoke from the gun? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure out like with the Saban thing. But to me, the last time I heard Nick Saban go off like this in general was after Clemson beat them in a national championship and he was talking about, well, if y'all just going to let offensive linemen be blocking three yards down the line, mm -hmm. basically complaining about the RPO. He mm -hmm. said, well, if that's what it's going to be, then that's what, it, that's what it's going to have to be. And now all of a sudden, Alabama becomes wide receiver university and they win three titles, right? So yeah. like, to me, and he, he said he was making these comments at like a local, it was like a, some local, like in front of local business owners mm -hmm. or something like that. I think that he's putting it on warning, like, all right, look, our guys made $3 million last year off NIL, and we didn't even promote it. Oh, like, I, but it's, but I know, but this is the haves trying to keep their circle tight. I'm that, not, of that's course. It. That's all. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying Nick Saban's saying, like, all right, bet. Well, I'm about to, we about to start cutting big checks at Alabama, too. Well, this wouldn't have been a big deal if he said, hey, this is the way it goes and teams are buying players, but that he specifically called mm. out Texas A&M. That's yeah. what makes it weirder, right? And because now Fisher can go after him. No coach would have gone well, after Nick Saban if he had just made a general statement. But Then uh, he had a, a stray at Jackson State, too. With his Affleck buddy, Deion yeah, Sanders. This so is tough. It's, it's this going is, back this and is forth. Oh, Deion's going to make this worse. This is not going to – Deion ain't going to take to the mic and heal right. all the wounds. It I, I, uh, it's gonna get way worse. Look now. out, Nick Saban. I think it's coming. I really do. do you I, know, really? I know what you're saying. A little bit. Yeah, I think the internet's crazy. So they're gonna dig shit up and it's gonna be uh not I mean, it's a very big risk. I don't know. It's like Belichick saying, you know what? Uh Coach Popovich is boring in his press conferences. Like, really? All right, let's let's just go back and dig up a few of yours. I don't know. Uh Scott the Grizz is here. Dave, uh, you weren't in the here. Dave posed you're you're a big uh Longhorn fan all your life. You're from Texas. Amarillo, Austin. He says, why don't they dominate? It's crazy they, because everybody's so crazy about it down there, too. How do you guys tolerate this, like, eh, we're pretty good? We don't. <laughs> I think that would be the we, uh, We're pulling our hair out. No, it's a, you know, when they, when a and went to the SEC, that that screwed us. Um that screwed Texas? They, that screwed Texas. Well, you just buy everyone, I think is what they was saying. Well, people quit staying home. They started going out of state. Really? SEC, sure. Why? Uh, to play bigger programs. and But it's Texas! People talk, when you hear, when I when I talked to Longhorns, when I talked to Longhorns. the NFL draft this year? Exactly. They want to go play. I mean, I advocate over and over again in all levels of sport. I like provincial stuff. That's why I love the Kenny Pickett pick. I don't care if it works out. I hope it does. But mm -hmm. cool, he's from Pitt. Now yeah. he's. I love that Texas. They're they're not they're not uh, the Horn Frogs who definitely are part of the reason. Wait, why. are you the, the Horn Frogs? The creep of of Tech no. and Baylor and. Um, and uh, TCU and so on and Houston have taken some of the players yes. away, but when you talk to Texas fans, it's yeah. as though it's that it, they think it's 1980. They're yes. like, "Hey, we're you know we're a blue blood program," right. and you know kids come out like, "No, you're not." Like you, right. you haven't done, you haven't been. You had that one Mac Brown, you Vince Young, Mac Brown, and you you really go all the way back to. You know what is the reason though? Like, how can Texas and A&M, like the two richest programs in the world, in Texas where they grow players themselves, how can they be like eight and three kind of teams perennially? 
these players are savvier. They're, they're, they don't care about this blue blood shit. And uh, they're they're into going to where they're going to get their best like Austin's fun forward sure, but you can be the fa- you can start and you can be the face of the program somewhere else right away. You're going to do that. And, mm. and what does that mean? You said they went to the <laughs> SEC. What they they have a better shot at cracking the lineup at LSU than they no, do they at A and M. Better odds of making the NFL if they go to the SEC. That's, that's crazy. I mean, that's what it's happened. That's what that's, that's come what it down is. I mean, it's really it's Grizz right now. I don't know if I buy that. Shoot an apple into his mouth. Exactly. Shut him up. I don't buy. I buy that. I'm not trying to get his goat we've had this conversation before yeah. i just think it's crazy when i when i look at it like what the hell has gone on you for 30 some years between okay. those two teams that they're not that they're not you know right. every year three vying for a national title it's the same thing i feel like that is happening at michigan Whereas like they want to win or they'd like to win rather but they have to win in a certain type of way the certain type of guy has to be the head coach oh. at, at, at texas specifically they they want to win but they got to sing the song after the game like I, I think michigan and texas all these guys have the same issue and it's it's that right there where they're uh the 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 teams don't want to uh well whatever you, you guys well it's like this it's like the, Texas, Texas or a Michigan alum would be ashamed if like their head coach was doing what Jimbo Fisher's doing right now, where he's talking about, yeah, we, I mean, everybody knows that Texas A&M got the number one recruiting class because they were cutting the biggest checks, right? That's understood. He goes out there and says it, though. It's like, whoa, 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 guys, hang on yeah. a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, here we're supposed to be bigger than that. We're supposed to, people are supposed to want to come here because this is, this is Michigan. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, we're the fathers of this. We're the history of football. This is Texas. You know, we're the, the bastion of the South. Like, no, that's, that's just not real at this point in time. And if they were willing to win by any means necessary, like Jimbo Fisher is, is attempting to try to do. I think there would be, like, I feel like it would be major pushback. It is weird. I mean, we've seen in recent years articles like, oh, UT is the is the fourth best football school in Texas when, like, uh, Texas Arlington I mean, or something. Like, someone else. I, I think who ends up playing at these schools, they want to play at Texas, but not for Texas. I think. What the hell is that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what happens. All you right. end up with these guys that <laughs> think they're good, and they think they have this, uh, but they don't work their way to get there. I get, I get that if you're, insane. I get that if you're 17 in 2022, they, it, what what impacts them is that the boosters all backslap about like, hey, ain't nothing like uh, Longhorn football. It's like, yeah, in 1978 sure. that was true. Yeah, right. But not, but not anymore. I get those kids don't care. I just can't imagine why it always vexes me. Why? Sarkeesian doesn't seem to be the guy who would be able to do that, but why somebody can't go to Texas, to Austin, Texas, and say, like, hey, you go over to the SEC when we're here in the backyard and we want to play for you, that you can make you, the, the Lone Star State, give it pride and wear wear that uh, that burnt orange and everything else, and if you go outside, you're a traitor to the state, that mm-hmm. that doesn't work, that everybody wouldn't feel the pressure to do that. It makes me crazy that that isn't easier to do. Also, the bonfire, that whole tragedy, that should people be like, oh, I'm never going there. Well, I wouldn't even look that way. <laughs> that's A&M, thankfully. But, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. That's, that should work oh, in your advantage. Yeah. Thankfully, huh? (laughs) All right. Well, we've talked enough about this. Now it's time to shoot apples into your face for another episode of Extra Points. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 